Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. During pregnancy, there were days that I was genuinely bored. It's like the, the house was clean, laundry was done, I'd already worked out that day, and I was just, there was nothing to do. I was bored. It doesn't exist anymore. No. And that's not going to exist for uh, the foreseeable future for us. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Liz. And Maddie. With a very special episode with my husband where we're going to talk about parenthood, marriage, because we are seven weeks into being parents and a oh, nearly a year uh, by the time this podcast comes out, it will be a year uh, of marriage. So you could say we have a lot of advice and a lot of wisdom to to give um, and a lot to talk about. Facts. Big facts. So Maddie, thank you so much for stepping in and filling in for Kelly. Some That is James <laughs> breastfeeding. <laughs> okay. I, no one come for my baby in the comments for him smacking his lips. All right. He's, he's still learning how to eat. Anyway, Maddie, thank you so much for stepping in for Kelly. If you'd like to say anything, now would be the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of waiting for my uh, opening to insert some commentary. But okay, right now, James is really kind of taking up my mic time. Yeah, so I am holding James and we are going to try and get a little podcast recording in because we know that we missed a week um, due to family vacation. So we thought we would... Um, give everyone a sweet treat of having Maddie on the pod. So I'm going to give a little roadmap of what to expect. We are going to have a millennial word. Of course, we are going to do um, a little Q&A from you. Like, I want to know how you're feeling about parenthood. Um, we might do, we're going to, we're going to have a small dump, just a little dump. And we are going to... No such thing as a little dump in this household these days. No such thing. No. (laughs) We are going to do a great eight and uh, ditch the drive-thru, maybe some advice. And we are skipping industry news. Okay, so let's get right into it with our millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less less lame. lame. And today's word is Jomo. Jomo. Do you know what Jomo means? (sighs) Something missing out. Yes, it's this. It's like FOMO, except fear, it's fear. The joy of missing the out. The joy of missing out. Oh, or there's POMO, which is the pleasure of missing out, and it is just the opposite of FOMO. It's when you miss out on something, but you're happy to do it. So if there's some event, Grayson used. She told me about it. She used um Lollapalooza. She's seen all of her friends' Snapchats, all the things. She's like, Lollapalooza looks horrible to me this year. I am so happy I'm not there. It is the joy of missing out. She's really growing up. I know. That's girl. I thought so, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm much more of a Jomo person than you mm-hmm. are. You are yeah, neck deep in the FOMO. Well, I get FOMO. Uh, yeah, I get I get FOMO when it comes to like my family and like my friends. And- I mean, we left your family vacation early because you weren't feeling well. and I cried you- my eyes out couldn't be around people doing stuff with you stuck in bed i know so we literally had to leave i had to i had to remove myself from the situation and i cried doing it yeah you definitely do not suffer from jomo sometimes i do though like i don't know i feel like having a baby now it's like he's kind of a good excuse for like oh sorry i can't do that thing that i didn't really want to do yeah the baby's the golden gun of jomo for sure you get that reference no you don't get the Golden Gun reference? I don't know what Golden Gun is. I just I agreed with you. N64. Golden Eye. It was a gold gun. And it was like one shot, one kill. No. 
what a, what a stunted childhood you people born after you, the n64 was yeah thing. no we were a gamecube family typical okay well that's a well what's next on our roadmap here lizard um thank you for guiding me because i'm juggling this child okay maddie i have some questions for you fire away okay so you have been a dad for seven weeks um is it easier or harder than you thought um i mean the act of parenting is pretty simple so far yeah step one don't let the baby die yeah step two feed baby Uh three burp baby four change diaper and any of those can move in any order but you the could whole, write a book, babe. Yeah, but the whole he doesn't want to sleep, and he likes to save the big dumps for me, and yeah, he just kind of throws fits every time I hold him. Yeah, he's um, he's definitely a mama's boy. He's a mom's mama's boy. He's yeah. not. We got to get past that. It's not hard, but at times it's frustrating because yeah. I see how easy it is with you. I'm just like, dude, chill, <laughs> just. You're being unreasonable. I know. The conversations you have with him when he's like throwing a fit and I'm in the other room are just honestly, honestly hilarious. I try to apply reason and logic with the guy and he's just not having it. He's not having it, no. No, he's he's just hysterical and emotional and, you know, I guess that's the curse of being a baby. So what, despite, so okay, so we know that that's hard, but what has been the best part of being a dad? Oh, uh, what has been the best part of being a dad? Oh, uh, everyone at work thinks I'm like a superhero. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> it'll be like, oh, you know, are you having Elizabeth take care of him all night? And I'm like, no, you know, I'm I'm trying to do my part. And there are nights where I legitimately stay up all night um, or at least pass out in the recliner holding him. Uh, but everyone thinks it's remarkable that I'm doing anything to contribute Which to this child. Which is so annoying. <laughs> how does how does that make you feel? Like, are you kind of like is? It makes me <laughs> uh, low key embarrassed of my gender. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's, so shocking that you would. People are like, oh my god, contribute. I can't you change his diapers? Yeah. yeah (laughs) what am i gonna do call my wife to swing by and change this diaper real quick yeah but because you know when women go back to work it's not like wow you're doing it all it's like oh you just had a baby and now you come back and there's no are you helping it's are you you're doing it all there's no question about it yeah i mean yeah i will say it's like oh man i just got home from a long day of work it's like here's the baby it's like yeah i wasn't drinking my ties all day but (laughs) hey neither was i (laughs) you guys weren't you guys weren't uh sipping mimosas with breakfast bear it's been it's been challenging it's been there have been some really really long hard days and the postpartum journey can be really lonely so when you come home, I'm like, I, I just need to, it's not that I, it's not that I don't want to be with him anymore. I do. But like, I want someone else to hold him and me to be in the same room, you know? And that is weird to me because I'll take him when I get home and I'm like, why are you lingering? Well, because Could I want to enjoy I some solitude and silence. But that's not what it's about. I don't want solitude and silence. It's just about not wanting to be the main parent you and the want, main provider. You don't want solitude and silence. You want solidarity well i again i have fomo so what if you guys do something fun and cool without me well i didn't want to tell you this but i guess we can 
I'll break news on the podcast. James did his first kickflip on the skateboard the other oh day. Oh my you god! Missed it. I missed it. Yeah, <laughs> darn it. <laughs> you know, it's but it's it's true. It's like I want to be with you guys, and I want to be with you because you've been at work all day. But I I don't want to. There's I've been alone all day essentially, just like with a baby. So like I would still want to be with you. I just don't want to be on a hundred percent. I get that. I will say for all you dads that listen, and I know that's a massive demographic. Yeah. Uh, I would highly recommend getting some Bluetooth headphones because that's been a game changer in the crying baby life. Yeah. It's great. I just put on a podcast or listen to some tunes. I can see the baby screaming in my face, but really you can feed him, change him, burp him. And after that, he's just crying to And cry. then give him to me and he'll stop crying. Yeah. That's incredibly frustrating. But So what has surprised you the most? Uh, the fact that like nothing he does grosses me out. Yeah, I was gonna say (laughs) the same thing, dude. I don't care. Yeah, it's It's like, like, oh, that's a big old booger. Like, let me suck it out of your nose, and then uh, like, sure, I'll just put it on me. I mean, today when I came home from work, within I'd say thirty minutes, he just completely destroyed his diaper. Yeah, and it like. It didn't, it wasn't disgusting to me. It was like, I reacted and so I was impressed. I was <laughs> you, like, you were impressed. Oh my Lord. What just came out of this child? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember it was the week we brought him home and he hadn't pooped and it had been like a few days and we were kind of like waiting for that poop to come and everything. And when it came, we were both like so jazzed. Like I've never been so excited <laughs> About a diaper in my entire life. I'll say, I think there's, you know, maybe it's metaphysical or something, but, um, you know, you and James went down for family vacation to the Lake of the Ozarks a few days before me. So I was like home alone. Yeah. And one of my buddies at work was like, well, what are you going to do with all your free time? I'm like, I think I'm going to cut my grass. Yeah. I'm going to clean my garage out. What? Yeah. Organize it. And then clean and tidy up my house. We're so suburban. And it's like, if you talked to me a year ago, that would not be what I would do with, you know, like three days alone by myself. Yeah. It's like I would go do something fun. But something fun to me is going to Menards and just (laughs) splurging on some new stones for the yard. No, I know. Like you (laughs) took him after I gave him a bath today. And I was like, okay, perfect. Now I can go do the dishes and I can clean up after dinner and I can clean the bathroom. And like, this is great. I have so much time. Like you, you take the little time that you have because we don't have as much free time as we once had. It's like, do we have a home gym in the basement? We do. Yeah. Do I see it? Yeah. Every so often when I have to go get something from the basement. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's certainly not to work out in. It was during pregnancy. There were days that I was genuinely bored. It's like the, the house was clean. Laundry was done. I'd already worked out that day and I was just, there was nothing to do. I was bored. It doesn't exist anymore. No. And that's not going to exist for uh, the foreseeable future for us. Yeah. And it's like, you know, when I'm holding him, he refuses to sleep unless he's being held. And it's like, he also will wake up at the slightest movement, a large breath. And it's like, oh, I put the remote down on the other side of the couch. Guess I'm going to watch commercials on YouTube (laughs) for the next five minutes. (laughs) I had put Brussels sprouts in for dinner today and then he started feeding and I looked at my timer and I was like, 
I either need to take this kid and hear him cry because I will stop feeding him or I'm going to have to let the Brussels sprouts burn. Guess what? We're not having Brussels sprouts for dinner tonight. (laughs) Scratch that. (laughs) You know, you feel like a bomb technician at times where it's like, you know, like the slightest movement will set this thing off. That's exactly what it's like having a baby. You know, I, I do think it gets easier. That's what I've heard. And I think it's easier with like more kids too, because I do like cater to like his every wimp and his every noise. And I think when you have more kids, you can't do that. And so therefore that kid's kind of like more chill and I mean, less finicky. My brain is already at that stage where I'm like, Liz, he's throwing a fit. We've already done everything we can do for him. He just wants to cry. We have a literal nursery with a... No. With a baby cage. No. I'm just not putting him in the baby cage. Put him in the baby cage. No, close I don't the door, want to put him in the baby cage. Put some headphones on and go <laughs> no, about your day. No. You will I get tired and he will sleep. He's too young. He's too young for that. Um, but okay, so we're seven weeks into our first child, so basically we know everything, um, and we're experts. So based off of this experience alone, how many kids do you think we want? Uh I'm still like standing pretty firm. I'd like to have five kids. Five? Yeah. You always told me as many as it takes until we have a boy. And other than that, you don't care. And so now that we've like had a boy, the first one, I don't think I've ever heard a real number out of you. I'm pretty sure I've said five before. Five. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm kind of good with it. And this is this is going to carry on to my dump because um, I recently made a video for my dad's 60th birthday and I took all of our old home videos and put them to music. And it was just sort of like a like a a love letter video to my parents' marriage and life and having kids and everything. And it made me realize that we have to have a ton of kids. And it also made me realize I need to buy a camcorder. Which we did. Which I did. And it came in um, the same day on Amazon. What did we do before Amazon? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, why did I want to buy a camcorder? I feel like even though we have the opportunity to take videos and photos as much as we want with our phones. It's almost too saturated. And sometimes we don't capture like the right, the bright moments or the genuine moments. Do you know, don't film me right now, Matthew. Sorry, I just captured a genuine. This is not, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like at my, at my dad's birthday, he gave this long, not even long. It was like a three minute, like thank you speech, like what he's learned in his 60 years. And, you know, I don't want to be on my phone all the time. So I don't, I didn't have my phone with me at dinner, but like, I really wish I had recorded that or captured that. And I feel like a video camera or a camcorder is like the perfect way to do it. I'm not obsessed with technology. Look at this camera I have in my hand. But it's different than your phone Mm. because it doesn't, it's not someone trying to reach you, you know? Are you anti-camcorder? I thought you were for the camcorder. I'm for a camcorder for comedic purposes, but a little tiny handheld one is not going to get as many laughs as Matthew, one I have to... I thought you were all for it. I'm for it. I just think I'd be more for it if it was comically large and I had a hoisting on my shoulder. <laughs> Sorry. You know what's funnier than that? Hoisting a little one on your shoulder. <laughs> and you know it actually it would be pretty funny. And you know it is. All right. I'm back in. Okay. So we bought a camcorder to capture our children's moments. The other thing that I realized in making this video for my parents is, like I said, we have to have a bunch of kids because your siblings are the people who are with you the longest in your life. And it just made me like really sad for like when my parents are no longer here and it's like, who am I going to have? It's like, I'm going to have you and James and our babies, of course. But 
also having your siblings is so so huge and so that's why i want to give james a bunch of sisters okay. <laughs> <laughs> or brothers either or it doesn't matter to me at this point i'm set <laughs> on him yeah, well no i mean like i've got a son already someone yeah. to carry on the family oh so you don't care what we have no i mean it'd be nice to have an heir and a spare but oh my gosh you know you. Who's going to inherit this giant kingdom? <laughs> <laughs> who's going to inherit our four-bedroom house who's gonna, in the suburbs? Who's going to take care of Texas Ranger when I'm gone? Okay. That's, that's what I got to worry about. I got bad news for you on the life expense you can see of an Australian Shepherd. Um, okay. So my last question for you. Splits has been the best part of marriage because we just are celebrating our one-year wedding anniversary. My answer is going to be too cheesy. What? I get to hang out with my best friend all the time. Me? Yeah. Aw. You do genuinely make me laugh, I think, more than any <laughs> other person, more consistently. Aw. And it's just the innocuous, like, when I <laughs> when I say something and you just, under your breath, you go, stupid. <laughs> that makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> it's so disrespectful, but it's from a loving place. Yeah, no, for sure. And the timing is always immaculate. We do have a lot of fun. I think we have more fun with each other than we for sure are more fun with each other than anyone else but no one gets our humor the way we get each other's humor you've assured me you're not very funny and i'm a bit of a comedic connoisseur oh okay and i can confirm you are in fact funny i think you just really love me and you find everything i do very endearing i mean you're all right i mean you are an award-winning wife Yes, Maddie, we've been over my awards. I don't like to brag about them. Oh, okay. shoot. You don't want to make people feel jealous. About all my trophies that randomly appear at our house on, like, Mother's Day. And Oh, uh, guys, welcome Tyrion to the podcast. I'm so sorry. Um, That's actually a, a great joy of this um, situation, is we have a Pomeranian who won't shut his mouth. Okay, so now it is time for the great eight, where we pick a category, pick eight things within that category, and then debate it until we have a winner. We are going to do the great eight of baby products that we have been loving. Can I have a point of order? You guys are so rarely contentious on here. It doesn't really feel like a debate all that often. Um, I'm, I'm looking for some heated discourse. Okay. So I'm going to bring it today. Okay. Great. Prepare yourself. Okay. So do you want to start? Like what was something you've really been enjoying thus mm. far? Uh, again, I can like rattle off the things that I strongly dislike, but things that I have been enjoying and you have to help me out with the nomenclature because yeah. I don't know what all of them are. Okay. Um, the stroller with all like the attachments so you um, can like lift up the... Um, uh, bassinet and clip it in and you can yeah. do the car seat and clip it in the mockingbird stroller yeah that thing is built for speed and comfort yeah that it is the leather wrap steering wheel or handle is great and we have a cup holder if you use your Ooh. own code car mom um what the cup holder is pretty weak the cup holder cannot hold a stanley it can't support a stanley well we will say that but you know that's just my toxic trait is only ever having a stanley okay so you're gonna say the mockingbird i'm going to say the similar thing the cluck car seat the one that clicks into it yeah can we can we really debate the two no we're gonna name all of the things Matthew. oh okay i, I never it. listened to this podcast now you name another one uh zip up or magnet jammies 100 percent, 100 percent. um i'm going to say the wubba nub wubba nub pacifier the, the, one with those, the animals on the it. ones with the little animals yeah. on it 
that really helps okay for keeping it in his mouth um you're up oh oh portable fan mm-hmm. that thing is all versatility uh, i'm going to say now this is where we're going to get heated because i know you're not the biggest fan and i need to correct myself i said i wasn't the biggest ollie swallow person i am backtracking and saying that i am an ollie swaddle person and i really really like the ollie swaddle um i'm gonna go with again i don't know the actual name of it i call it the chest rig like the carrier like a baby carrier where you strap them in and they you know sit in your chest stomach area yeah that puts james down like a freaking rhino tranquilizer yes that it does um i'm gonna say like a swing or yeah I'll, I'll say the swing we have like the four moms um swing it was actually kelly and she passed it down to me james also really likes that okay babe so let's now we debate them so we have our eight it is zipper jammies the cleck car seat the mockingbird the wubba-dub portable fan ollie swaddle barrier baby carrier and the swing so oh you know it's a good one what that little um um cone shape thing that does the white noise and it's got the light on oh, it. Oh, the hatch. That's a good Should one. Should we swap? Let's swap the swing for the hatch. You're right. That's no, a better don't one. swap the swing. Swap the fan because I feel like the fan is okay. its versatilities, yeah. its strength, but also its weakness. I totally agree. Okay. So let's actually debate. Um, Let's start with the baby carrier versus the swing both a place to put the baby that's a no-brainer you think it's baby carrier a hundred million percent i think more baby james likes both you have to like prep him to get into the swing like he's got to be he has to be in a good mood he's got to be in a good mental state he's got to have his mentals right before he's even willing to consider the swing and if you put him in the swing and he's not just right he's gonna lose it yeah okay I, i i i would agree um plus i just love having him that close to me you know okay so baby carry moves on i will say never mind i'll save it for when this thing moves on to the next round okay so now let's do let's do the cluck versus the mockingbird just because they're kind of similar which one's a mockingbird the mockingbird's the stroller the cluck is the car seat because you really like our car seat oh the cluck is the oh dude i got some beef with the car seat what dude it is they're like the instructions on there on how to take the oh the base out uh, Fair, look, they're comp- they're more complicated than it is. Luckily, my sister in law is the car mom because I had yeah. a FaceTime her when I tried to remove it and put it in my truck. Yeah, the, like, the, the, the directions just skip to the end. But it's once you know how to do it, it's super easy. Once you know how to do it, it is crazy easy. But you know, I felt like a Neanderthal just like banging my hands against this thing trying to figure out how to pull it out. Yeah, no, it's once you know how to do it though, it's 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 very very easy. It is. Okay, it, so you like the Mockingbird yeah. more though. Okay. Wait, then the stroller? Matthew, the Mockingbird is the stroller. The clock is the car seat. I'm going stroller. Okay. Why? Uh, Man, it just, it rides smooth. You know what I really like about it is that it is so easy to um, collapse. And like, I can do it with one hand. Yeah, which is true. Which is really great. And, dude, we were on our, a walk earlier today. And we live in a neighborhood just comprised exclusively of hills. All I could think of as I was pushing this stroller up the hill with one hand and dog in the other was, man, what if I had a crummy stroller? This yeah. would be a pain yeah. in the tail end. That's so true. 
But that thing, like, you know, the dog, you know, jerks to go pee on a fire hydrant and, you know, the stroller goes off road for a second. Couldn't even tell. Yeah. We're just cruising. It's a great stroller. It's all wheel drive. All wheel drive. Okay. Let's do the Wubbanub pacifier. Did we slap the table on the stroller? Yeah. I, I agree yeah. with stroller. Um, I do really like the clock, but. The clock is good. I will say. It's a very, it, but we don't have much to compare it to. And it, it just, it does. The nice thing is with one hand, it just like. Clicks right in. Clicks right in. Yeah. It's, it's very easy to use. Um, and it has very good safety ratings, which is ultimately what's the most important. Okay, let's do the Wubbanub versus the Hatch. Which one's that? Oh, yeah, the Hatch. The Hatch is the nightlight that's also a sound machine, and the Wubbanub is the pacifier with the animal on what it. What are you going with? Well, you know, here's the thing is that the Hatch, I don't have anything else that can be the Hatch. Mm-hmm. The Wubbanub, I could just use a regular pacifier. Like, I don't have to have the one with the animal on it, and he'll, he'll like, that's fine. It gets the job done. That is true, but how much cuter are the pictures of him with a pacifier in his mouth? With the animal on it? Yeah. And he's for hugging, sure. He's hugging the little tiger. For the sure. Lion. So much cuter, but the Hatch is nice because it's sound machine, and you don't know this because you don't have the app, but you can pick a bunch of different noises. You can control the what? light and everything from the app, so I'm going to go with Hatch over the Wubbanub. But I do really love the Wubbanub. Yeah, the the hatch is pretty nice because it does have the white noise it's playing all the time. And I've got like hearing issues. And so yeah. it, it is kind of soothing when I forget to grab my phone when I take the baby to the nursery in the middle of the night. Yeah. But that being said, I also, I've got some fire shushing. My shushes are top notch. It's like, do I really need this supplement to my shushing? I think you're just trying to make this more of a debate um, than it than it than needs. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that is that. That's sorry. People are probably listening to this when they're driving. That's dangerous. Yeah, please, my goodness, that is some good shushing. So, what do you you think the Wubbanub is better than the Hatch? I'll go with the Hatch. I just feel like you can do more with it. Okay, and then that leaves Zipper Jammies versus the Ollie Swaddle. <laughs> Yeah, I mean this it's gonna like it's, it's it's gonna clubs. be zipper jammies I mean, for obviously. sure. For sure. Listen, if you're ever considering getting buttons on your jammies for yourself or anyone else, get out of here. Please seek help. There are I wish I would have realized I was just when I registered, I just like kind of picked things I thought were cute. I didn't even look at the functionality. Putting anything over the baby's head, buttoning anything, we don't have time for it. We need a zipper. Because when they have a blowout and you have to take it over their head, that is a horrifying experience. I know you've seen a lot through the Marine Corps, but you have seen nothing until you have taken a poopy onesie over a baby's head. Horrifying. I've lived both lives. (laughs) And I can tell you. And which one was worse? (laughs) The poopy onesie over the head. (laughs) It's worse. You know what the real matchup should have been? Zipper versus magnet. I still think it's zipper for me. I like zipper jammies more than magnets. I was going to go with the zipper over magnets, but the magnets are crazy easy. They just don't have yeah. as much staying power. Yeah. And when your baby kicks like he's Jean-Claude Van Damme, you need some uh, stability there. That you do. Okay. So let's move on to the round two. So it's the baby carrier, stroller, hatch, and zippy jammies. So let's go with the baby carrier versus the mockingbird stroller. both transport a child i will say that the stroller it's a mockingbird stroller yes the stroller is 
a more surefire way of him falling asleep. Yeah. And I know you have like 100% success rate with the chest rig, but as of late, he has not been having it with me. Um, also, if you lack flexibility, good luck getting that thing on by yourself. Yeah. I also think that a lot of some babies don't like the baby carrier. I think more universally, more babies prefer like riding in a stroller. I think that most babies enjoy the stroller. And so if you like the mockingbird and the attachments and how it rides and everything, I think that goes a little bit further than a baby carrier. But if the if he's asleep in the baby carrier, your world opens back up and you can actually that's, function. That's very true. Because it's like holding a baby with one arm yeah. is not the most conducive way of going about your day. Yeah. But it, and and to the ba- the uh, chest rigs credit, gives me a little bit of like pregnancy feels where I have to like squat a certain way to grab something off the ground or put my shoes on. And you like that? No, I'm saying I like having the appreciation of everything you went through to bring a child into this world. Thank you, babe. No, thank you, Elizabeth. You're very welcome. Okay. Well, I think it's the Mockingbird. The stroller. I'm on board with that. Okay. Mockingbird should, should sponsor this episode. I feel like I've said it so many times. Okay, next we are going to do the hatch versus zipper jammies. It's going to be zipper jammies for me. What do you think? No debate. Yeah. Okay. No debate. So then our last two are zipper jammies versus the mockingbird stroller. And the mockingbird is the stroller. Yes, in yeah. fact, it is. I'm yes. going zipper jammies. I was going to I go. mean, I yeah. can't replace that with anything. Yeah. Well, the alternative is is so much worse. It's like if if I didn't have the stroller, it's not the end of the world. Baby James doesn't go on walks anymore. Well, no, it's like that. So then we conceivably go, we get a different stroller, like, you know. Or we do the baby carrier. Like, there's ways to get them from point A to point B. The alternative to zipper jammies are button jammies. Or over the head. Neither of which is a good solution. A hundred percent. I also just... I I just love when I put, like, some good, like, bamboo jammies on them. I just feel... So, like, it, it relaxes me. Love a good kite, little sleepies. Caden Lane. Those are some of our favorite I will say pairs. I don't usually think babies are cute, but some of his outfits make him pop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that is our great eight parents of seven weeks hot off the press. We are saying the number one baby product is zipper jammies. Okay, babe, we are going to move on to our advice segment and we have one question. Um, and if you want to get your own advice, you can write into um, hello at the carmomofficial.com. Okay, this one says this one's about grandparent jealousy. Both sides of our family seem to always be jealous of the other anytime one gets to spend more time with our daughter. I'm specifically curious about Liz naming her baby after her father-in-law. Our firstborn's name had no family ties, but talked about using a middle name from my side for the next kid. But we both know my father-in-law would be petty and jealous about it. How do you guys deal with grandparent jealousy? So I want to address the first part of the question, which is... Go off, queen. Which is um, (laughs) the name, James, which is your dad's name. Well, here's why it wasn't a problem. My dad's name is Craig. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, yeah. Didn't want a baby Craig. Um, And my brother's name is Craig. It'd be too many Craigs. I don't like the name Craig. I've always liked the name James. 
You've always been well, piloting. We already filled out the birth certificate, babe. His middle name is Craig. Okay, yeah. So his middle name is Craig. <laughs> so we did James Craig, and the reason we did that was because my mom said if you only have one boy, what name can you not live without? And we wanted our son to or our sons to have Craig and James at some point. We always talked about James's middle name, it's Maddie's middle name. Um, but when we were like, okay, what if this is our only shot? We wanted to incorporate both names into it. And James Craig was the obvious answer for us. Right. I'm very happy with this name. But as far as dealing with grandparents being jealous, um, Liz, you're like just the sweetest, most compassionate person. And I am the <laughs> complete antithesis of that. Like I, I, my tolerance for adults acting like children is past zero I, I don't tolerate adults throwing fits okay so how would if if you were in the situation where there was jealousy over seeing a kid what, what would you do well the nice thing is my parents don't understand what podcasts are so i know they'll never hear this but like <laughs> <laughs> my mom will always come with like the passive aggressive oh i'm so glad i got to see him because you know i never get to see him and i just respond with you can see him anytime you want call text drop by but it's entirely up to you. Don't expect an invite from me. Mm. I work a full-time job. Liz works full-time. We're trying to take care of the baby. Like we're very busy people. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you're not welcome, but welcome yourself. There's so much going on in our lives that we also, we don't have the time to also balance. Oh, well we got, you know, one hour with my two hours with my family this week and we only got one hour with your family this week we better make sure that we get another hour and like we're no. not gonna do that i mean we moved back to missouri to be closer to our families for this scenario and you know the further someone lives in our family is 30 minutes from our house and so her her question too is that she's wants to use a middle the name for their next child from her side and she's afraid that her father-in-law will be jealous i personally think and we've had this conversation a lot too. I took your last name. Our child has your last name. I think that middle names, and like, I think we should try and prioritize, not prioritize, but I, w I would like to use something from my side because your side will always be in with our well, child's last name. Well, fortunately, they're all Craig's or Don. And yeah. I don't know if Don St. John's going to roll. No, but, we, <laughs> but we've talked about using Suntrip as a middle name. And no, we've I'm talked about like for girls, we have ideas from my side and I, so my, my all I'm saying is I think using I'm a huge proponent of family name so anyway what I'm trying to say is I think it's fair to use the wife side because where you, your last name will always be part of it and I think if you're if your father-in-law were to say something you can just, if he's like, oh, I can't believe you used, you know, your dad's name. It's like, well, your last name is my child's last name. Like you're, you're in it, you know? I just wouldn't give all that much credence to. Yeah. Uh, you it, would just ignore it. Cause you're like, don't, don't worry about it. Yeah. If you know, you and your husband or if you guys want a name to be a name, then that's what it needs to be. Yeah. I mean, as far as naming children is concerned, I am a big traditional familial individual. So yeah. I, you don't need to. Give me the, oh, he's got your last name. Oh, I don't, I know I don't need to give you that. Because I'm a, I'm all about family names. Yeah. And I think, I think it's, and again, I'm a, kind of a cheesy dude, but I think it's a, it's a way to honor people that are important yeah. in your life. 100%. Um, 
and I think, you know, for boys, it's kind of a traditional Southern thing to give the mother's maiden name as the middle name, as mm-hmm. long as it's something reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I'd, sorry for the Milfords out there, but I probably wouldn't go with Milford as like a middle name. Okay. But anyways, um, yeah, I would just, you know, ex- you expect grandparents to be adults and they need to act like adults. Jealousy is a very childish, immature trait and they need to get over it. You heard it here first, folks. Maddie St. John with the hard-hitting advice. Fatherly advice, some would say. Yeah, fatherly for sure. Um, okay, babe. So now it is time for a dish of the drive-thru where you give you an, where we give you an easy dinner recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner, dinner rut. rut. Very good. Ditch the drive-thru with HelloFresh. Parents have enough back-to-school shopping and planning to do. Let HelloFresh get the groceries and save you some cash with pre-portioned meals delivered right to your door. HelloFresh keeps you out of your dinner rut with 40 chef-crafted recipes to select from every week. From family-friendly to fit and wholesome, you'll always find new and exciting recipes to try and love. With all the postpartum craziness, going to the grocery store is the last thing I want to do. HelloFresh makes my life easier by delivering pre-portioned groceries and meals right to my door. It's also allowed me to take the thinking out of meal prep. You just pick which meals you want to be delivered and then you and your family are set for the week. And right now, HelloFresh has an amazing offer for carpoolers. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 carpool and use code 50 carpool for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50 carpool and use code 50 carpool, five zero carpool for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Okay, so today's Ditch the Drive Through actually comes from Trader Joe's Five Items or Less Instagram. You guys, you know that we are obsessed with this Instagram. Anytime I go to Trader Joe's, I just sit in the parking lot and scroll this Instagram because it is delicious meals in five items or less. So, Kelly, um, when I was on maternity leave, Kelly brought me the ingredients for this dish, which was also a great thing to do because I don't always need, for your friend who's on maternity leave, she doesn't always need pre-made meals completely. Even just giving her the five items to easily create a meal is sufficient enough. And I got to try a new fun recipe, which I love. So this is the chicken sausage and veggies sheet pan dinner. Love a sheet pan dinner. So what you need is... uh peeled and cut carrots, just like baby carrots, broccoli, chicken sausage. uh, She said the spicy Italian. And then the roasted potatoes with peppers and onions from Trader Joe's and also the chimichurri sauce. So like for me, I'm going to make this a second time. And I just went to the store and got like my generic grocery store and got carrots, broccoli, and chicken sausage because I had leftover roasted potatoes and chimichurri sauce from Trader Joe's. I don't know like what dupe you would use for those. So you might need a Trader Joe's for this. But um, it's super easy. All that you do is um, add everything to the sheet pan, toss with some olive oil, salt, pepper, and garlic powder, and bake for 25 to 30 minutes at 425. Toss it halfway and then you top it with your desired amount of chimichurri sauce. It is so good. It is so healthy. It is light. It is filling. It is a delicious meal. So, um, and if you need any more inspiration, go check out Trader Joe's Five Items or Less Instagram. Okay, babe. So thank you so much for being on our podcast. 
I think it went well. I hope so. So um, at the end of every episode, I know you know this, but we say who's going to leave the review. So what what do you drive, Maddie? I drive a Dodge Ram 1500. So any... If you got a 2500, get out of here. We don't want your reviews. 1500s only. So if you drive a Dodge Ram 1500, go ahead and head to our review section and um, sound off. <laughs> Leave us five stars and um, tell us what you thought about Maddie on the pod. Maddie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, James, and the boys. We will talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.